0: very, very, very exciting because I saw this piece of Nesiv Shalom about Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and this whole issue, and it's really going to change the way we look at our lives and it's not just like we're going to learn now, but when you finish this, your life is going to be different. Let me just give you an overview. We have Rosh Hashanah coming up, we have Yom Kippur coming up and most God-fearing people, when they think about this whole thing, you turn white, you turn pale and you say to yourself oh boy, Oh boy, right? Now think about this for a second. The big tzaddikim who never did any sins, they're not saying oh boy. Well, maybe they're worried about Yisrael and all that, but they can go in, they could feel very good. Last year, we were all given on Yom Kippur a clean slate. And what happened? If that slate would be clean without any sins on it, right? Then we would be very excited. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, great. Why are we scared of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur? Because of all the sins that we did. So let's look for a second. These sins, when we did them, we were smiling and our friends said, Come, let's go, let's party, let's we're gonna this and that and we told over all the sins to our friends and a lot of them and we was right and we were smiling. These sins were our friends. And all of a sudden we we realize this and we realized, like, Oh, these are the sins that we're scared of now. All these sins that we did are now lined up and there's going to be like a courtroom, and there's going to be God, and we're going to be judged, and God is, and who's going to be testifying against us? This girl, and this guy, and this computer, and this website, and all of the different sins that we do are going to be testifying against us, and we're scared. So the first thing, which is, let's put it in perspective. When we did these sins, a lot of them, we were like very, very happy, happy in Geschmack. Wow, Gavaldon! Right, what do you do Saturday night? We're gonna go party. We're gonna go to the beach. We're gonna go to a club, right? It was great. It felt so good. And those same sins now we're going. Oh boy. Oh boy. I regret that I ever did them, because no, I don't want to pay the bill. You know, it's very nice You get into a hotel and you call room service and all of that, and then you come downstairs. So it's very nice. You go to a hotel. I tell you, you can go to the you can go to the Hilton Hotel, and you go to the penthouse suite. And you're ordering stuff, and you great room service, send me up, send me up, send me up stuff, right? And then all of a sudden, the bill comes. Aren't they sliding under the door? Why are they sliding under the door in the middle of the night? Because they're scared of you. <laughs> they don't want you you to punch them out. All of a sudden, in the morning, you see a little envelope, you open it up, six and a half thousand dollars, you go, like, what? I, en- I-, I enjoyed all that stuff, and now when it comes to pay the bill, was it worth it? I don't think so. So, Rosh Hashanah and Kippur come, and we get pale. And we're scared. What are we scared of? We're scared of our sins. Our biggest enemies now, right? Our biggest enemies now are all those sins that we did. So what are we going to do? How are we going to fight all of these sins? All of these sins are now up against us, and it's just little old me. I'm supposed to go in the courtroom, I'm supposed to do tshuva for each one. It's like practically impossible. supposed to start man-to-man combat, punching them in the face. I can take off one, I can take off two, take off twenty. How do I take off a thousand, and two thousand, and three thousand? So I say, you know what? Let me just put my head in the sand. forget about it. I'm out of here. Now that doesn't really work, because it's happening anyway. And we're, what are we supposed to do? So what we are going to gain tonight, is we are going to know what to do to guarantee our victory in the Yom Adin. To guarantee that at, when it comes to Yom Kippur, it's all going to be clean. Now everybody everybody would be very excited to know that. We're all Jewish people, we know a good deal when we get one. This is a good deal. To start off with, because we're going to be learning this capital of Tehillim, I made it in Hebrew and in English, and we're going to read it so we can understand what we say. And we say this in these days of Elul and the Rosh Hashanah and Kippur. This is what we say. L'david. This is a Tehillim, a psalm of David. Hashem Uyriviishi Mimi Ira, the Lord is my light, my salvation, whom shall I fear? Hashem Ma'oyuskayai, the Lord is the stronghold of my life. Mimi who should I be afraid of? In other words, if Hashem is with me, I'm not scared of anything. If I'm going in the street and I see five guys with guns coming towards me, I'm petrified, I'm dead. But if I really know, right, it's me and God against five, no problem. Avraham Avinu fought against many kings. The Hashemunahim, ten people, they went out against an army. But you know what? We each, if we have nuclear weapons, one nuclear weapon, we're not scared of even a million Muslims coming at you. A million Muslims coming at you with knives, jihad, you're scared. But if you have a nuclear weapon, you're not scared. God is a nuclear weapon. So he says, if God is with me, who am I going to be scared of? Who am I afraid of? When the evil doers come upon me to eat up my flesh, even my adversaries and my foes, they stumble and they fell. Because no matter who's trying to hurt me, nobody could hurt me. Okay? Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear, though war should rise up against me, even then will I be confident. Because if you're going with God, you have no problem. One thing I asked of Hashem that I will seek after. That I should dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the graciousness of the Lord and to visit early in his temple. Okay. And he continues going on over here more and more and more. And he talks about all the wonderful things that you could happen, that could happen to you if you go with Hashem. And he ends with, Kaveh al-Hashem, Chazak viyamat let your heart take courage, the Kaveh al-Hashem, and wait and I hope in the Lord. Now, Kasuv et hahilum ira, hashem oischa yami mi after the dark, shukazav. The major says, hashem oiri, hashem is my light, oiri the Yishi beyom kipper. When it says odavda shem oiri vishi, it's talking about Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. That Hashem is my light on Rosh Hashanah and Hashem is my savior on Yom Kippur. But what does that mean? It means that as I'm going to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, not just when I'm going to business or I'm going to work or I'm going in the street and I'm scared, but even when I'm going to my biggest battle of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, Hashem could be my Uri, or, my life, and my Savior. That's the first thing. A metric telling us this. The whole essence of this whole capital Tehillim is really Shaykh. It belongs, it's relevant, good. To the they run. Let's go back, what does that mean? When the evildoers come upon me to eat my flesh. Who is these evildoers? These are the katrugim, these are the little monsters that are going to prosecute us, our averus. In the time when Kalah Yisrael had to get through the Yamsuf, we needed clearance. We said, And all of a sudden the bad guy comes in and says, Whoa! No, 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 no. These Jews did have a those guys did you can't clear these guys and drown those guys, which we've spoken about many times. Imagine Obama calls up the airport and says, Listen, passport control, there's a plane coming in from Saudi Arabia. And the first ten guys, the name is Mohammed, I want you to let them straight through passport control. The next ten guys named Mohammed, I want you to shoot them on the spot. They would say, Listen, all these twenty guys, the old Mohammed, the old Saudi Arabia, and they all were trained by the Taliban. Sorry. Obama, but we can't do that. We can't let these terrorists go and, and then fire and kill these terrorists. Doesn't make any sense. So God also said, let these Jewish guys go through, drown the Egyptians. The malice says, God, hang on, red tape. Red tape. What's the red tape? We can't let these little evildoers go through and then drown the other guys. They're all evildoers. The same thing happens now. We want to go ahead, right, and get through the Yamadin. We want a good year. And Hashem wants that. And all of a sudden, comes these bad, bad uh, malach and says, Whoa, these ten Jews who went to the club, they get to go through, and those ten gayin that went to the club, halolu v'halolu. They did averis and they did averis. So how can we just say, no problem, halolu v'halolu, what are you talking about? I saw these ten guys over here, and, and you want them to just great, have a great year? It's impossible. Can't do that. That's what the Tzad of Din Always says Uchmachem, in Takana Olaimakanah, if they camp against me, who's camping against me? <speaking in Hebrew> now listen to this. The Pasak in the Tari says, Kisate La Moham Aloyvecha. When you're going out to Mohamma against your enemy, Vira is susvirach am rav mimcha. And you see the horses and chariots. And it's a nation stronger than you. It's talking about when you're going out against the Yitzhara, and you're going out, and who are you fighting? The this this nation that is so strong. They have horses and chariots that are so mighty. Am rav mimcha. They're stronger. Then you are. He says, I'm Rav. You know who is this nation? You know who, who, why there's so many of them? Mimcha. They came from you. You created them. The gamem how you do is when someone does something that he ain't supposed to do. And when he does that, he's creating the enemy. And then he's going ahead now, Hashem Kipper Kippur, and he sees all of these millions of little guys there. Where'd they come from? Mimcha. From you. You created them. You created that through your Avera. These are the holy, the holy like sparks. That came out of you, they fell to the evil part. These are our biggest enemy. The Hainu this whole thing is talking about right now as we go and ask Hashem for a good year they want to stand up and they want to say no and there's so many of them so many sins that we did in the past year and they are our greatest enemy fighting us what are we going to do how do we how do we fight them? God is Hashem is the stronghold of my life. Mimi Who should I be afraid of? the koyach, the energy that a Jew has that he should not, his heart should not be scared even though means that even though you're going to stand up in that courtroom in Shemayim and against you is going to stand all of these averas, these sins that you created all of these prosecutors that you created all of these really strong you know when you do an avera right, and you do it with strength it creates a strong malach this malach that you created could be strong and with preparation, and with kishmak, it says that the malachim that we create—it's how we did it. So sometimes you have mitzvahs and averis. So you created good angels and you create bad angels. So the bad angels are strong and they're fun, and having a great time, and they, right? And the the, the the good angels are like you know these old men with little gains. and they're going, hey, "You come back here, right?" And they're like kind of not really there, right? Sometimes the way we do mitzvahs. So all of a sudden you have a little you have a little war going on. You got your mitzvahs, okay? This like really sorry looking group against these aveyars of these mighty strong. So what are you supposed to do? you supposed to be scared? He says no. If God is on your side, then you're not going to be scared even when they're out to get you and kill you. But he says it doesn't make any sense you telling me not to be scared? It's pretty scary when you walk down the street in the middle of the night, and you see a whole gang come at you. It's pretty scary telling me not to be scared. I'm going to be on on trial, and I got this huge army that I created, by the way, right? But it's still, how am I not supposed to be scared? When Esav came towards Yaakov with his 400 gang members, what does it say? He got scared. Right? Jew boy walking in the street against 400 gang members, we get scared. But there's an answer. Hashem God is my stronghold. It is the power of bitachon, security. That I know, not just that I have faith and that God exists, but I could, I could have strength and I could have security that God is on my side. Sure, if I'm walking myself at night against a gang, I'm very scared. But if it's me and God... No problem. Bring it on. Even in a situation where you're davening and you're screaming out to Hashem, can't help you because the enemy is too strong. And you still have another koyach. Reach into that last, last thing. Your Tvila, not enough. You're screaming, not enough. Ooh, what am I going to do? Reach into your utility belt. There's one more little powerful thing in there, and it's called the Which will help you even when screaming out of regret and chuva and in pain does not help you. Even when I walk in the gate of Tamoves, in the shadows of death. I'm not scared. Why? Because even, even if the stakes are against me, if I know God is on my side, bring it on. God, in you I trust don't let me be embarrassed come on they ask me, me excuse me do you, have a, do you have a lawyer do you have an attorney or do you want a court appointed attorney and I say no I don't have an attorney but I don't want a court appointed attorney you know who I want to be my attorney God God I put my faith in you I've seen you get even greater criminals off I need you to help me out over here God I want you to be my attorney I want you to defend me. I want you to cut me a deal. The Medrash says, A guy was visiting the Ir HaMelech. He's sleeping outside on a bench. He has no place to go. The guards of the king were walking around and they started to beat him up. Hang on guys. Don't hit me. I am from the children of the Beis HaMelech. I'm related to the king. Kim okay, and Shishamukane, they heard this, okay? And I khu Shamura Biker. They they let him on the side, they took him to a nice little hotel, and they waited till the morning. Babiker have you ate al They slept in this guy into the king. Amrai Amalach beni. Makirata Isi. Do you know me? Amrullah no Lav, sorry. Amrulai Amelach if you don't know me, M Kane, hey Khataban Basi, how are you related to me? Amrullah, so this guy tells the king the Bakashu Mimcha. I'm, I'm asking for, for a favor, please. I'm not related to you. I never saw you. I never met you. I had security in you. That if I say that I'm related to you and they bring me before you, and it was not dealing with your guards and with your system of justice, but if, I'm, if they're going to bring me right to you, I had security that you will definitely have mercy on me. the king said, because he had security in me, he placed his security in me. Guys, leave him, let him go. David, This is what David said. God, I have security in you. Don't let me down. Don't make me be a fool. I'm going into Rosh Hashanah Kippur knowing that I have you on my side. Don't make me be embarrassed that I picked the wrong guy to help me when you walk in and you rely and you have security in God in the May of Din, the Din, the judgment, turns into Rachemim. Instead of bringing the guy before the king and saying, we have to sentence him to death because he was loitering around the, the king's palace. Instead, the whole Din became Rachemim. Why? Because he said, I'm placing my faith in the king. So too, if you're going to go to Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, And you're never going to win. It's judgment. But if you're going to say, Hashem, I'm throwing myself at your mercy. I'm throwing myself at your mercy. God, don't let me down. You and me, God. It's you and me. Don't let me down. Be my attorney. Work this out for me. Help me out. What is shared with this? Come on, guys. Why doesn't this make sense? I'll tell you what was bothering me. You want to tell me that if I'm walking down the street and I see five gang members coming towards me I could scream, God help me? Okay. But here God told me last year, don't do this. I did this. Now those things are out to get me. And now I'm supposed to go to God and say, God save me? What would you say if you were God? I'd say, save you? (laughs) Save you from not listening to me, not picking the path that I told you to go on, punching me in the face, spitting at me save you from what you did to yourself when I warned you and told you not to do that and now you need me? That's what I would say. Good thing I'm not God. But you know what? If you ever have a child and you try to help that child and you give him advice and let's say he has bad friends or whatever the situation is and they pull him to do bad, you'll bail him out of jail if that's the right thing to do. And let's say he screws up his life again and doesn't listen to you and he uses your money and your car, and he goes ahead and he buys some weed, and he's high, and he's driving, and he gets caught, you're going to be the one to pay for the lawyer. And that's happening right now. Right? It's happening right now. Where a father is there, crying, what can I do to help my son? Even though the son took his father's car, stole it, even though the son did stuff his father didn't agree, a father doesn't turn his back on his son. God's not going to turn his back on you, even though he told you don't do that. That's bad for you. And you didn't listen. And you did it. He's saying that you can go to God, which is the last place that I would ever think that I can go to, to save me from God, and say, God, I need your help to save me from you. You're the judge. Don't judge me because I need you to defend me against the system of justice, which means you, because you're the one sitting on the Kisei of Din. Isn't this crazy? I thought I have to go to Yemei Adin really shocked, sorry embarrassed, I have to try to wiggle myself out of this, tshuva tefillah, Avaida, we know all this thing tzedakah, crying, regret guilt, I got to do this on my own ok, a little mercy but what he's saying is that even when my tefillah is going to end and my za'aka, my crying, my regret is going to end, and certainly we do regret what we did and we want to be good, everybody wants to be good yei de yid I heard the guy ever say that Every Jew wants to be good. And we know ourselves. We don't even need Hashem to say why we should regret it. We know ourselves. We regretted ourselves. Not a, it didn't make sense for us. These things didn't make us happy. Right? And now, I can go ahead and say, Hashem, I need your help. I got myself a little bit of doo doo, and I need you to help me. And Hashem's going to say, you realize that I'm the only one that can help you? Yeah, we do. In that case... I'm going to help you. i got good connections. And I'm going to use them for you. Because by doing this, by doing this, by throwing ourselves at the mercy of Hashem, realizing that He can save us, and that He will use His power to save us, what we're actually doing is exactly what we're meant to do on this world, which is connect to God. Build a relationship with Hashem. Understand that He loves you, and that He wants you, and He wants to help you, and that He's not out to get you. Every mitzvah is to connect you to God. Every bit of titer is to connect you to God. And this is the greatest connection to Hashem. By saying, Hashem, I'm throwing myself at your mercy because I realized I screwed up. And you're the only one who could help me. Then when you connect to God, dveikos Bashem, mitaheres u'michaperes. Remember those four words because this is your get out of jail card. dveikos Bashem, connecting to God, mitaheres u'michaperes. It cleanses you and it gets you kapara, it gets you forgiveness. There's no conditions to this. Throw yourself into Hashem, connect, hold on to Hashem, and then you're clean. Because connecting to the all-powerful and ultimate of purity, that's what cleanses you. Dveikos pa Hashem, mitaheres u'michaperes. And you can have bitachan in Hashem, uchalashin ha-tefilah, sachar toive l'chalabaytcha mishimcha ba Look at this verse. You should give, you should give to those who I have we in your name the MS right Suleiman I feel we am shimayla they have no other milah you didn't do anything else right this year only one thing ki imba vusha boitrim shimfa be that's enough reason we saying safa tayf that you should give them good good star because the right now they are baytaq in your name they have security in you zesha Hashem shema ois khayai god is my stronghold Mimi mimiavkhod I have nothing to fear, even the din, even the averis that I did. Kashi Hashem, all his chaya, he oz, ain't mima'lu nothing, nothing can hurt me. Vizu hiya etzah, and this is the, etzah, this is the, what's an etzah? Advice. Advice. The haderech, and the path. She'ah mizmor hazeh, that this mizmor, this psalm, mulamdenu, teaches us liyam maniram, yimei tshuva, tshuva is spices, yimei tshuva, Tshuva is repentance. And what's his taisus? When you make up with somebody. These days are not just days of din. This is a day that Hashem says, I want to make up with you. I want to have once a year that we clean the slate, we bury our old resentments, we bury the hatchet of all the things that we did to each other, and we start fresh, we start close you and me. Aside from all of the paths of tshuva, which you have to do for the meyadim, there's a separate path, which will save you. The same way that we know when it comes to you're going for a job interview, you're in trouble in some other way, that you can go ahead and you can Call out to Hashem, and He will save you. That our fathers, they were by in you, and they were saved. So too, we'll work in Ruchnius. We think that Ruchnius is something i got to do on myself. God threw out the challenge, and i got to prove myself. God says, no, I'm there to help you even for that. That if there's a whole camp that's going to be setting up, this whole next two weeks before Rosh Hashanah and the whole Aser Semi there's a camp. It's like by a big, big, big um, court case. The camera crews are setting up and they're expanding all the stuff for the, all the witnesses that are going to be coming in. It's a big scene going on in Shemayim. All the Averis are getting together. Oh, we're going to get this guy back and come. Remember what he did there. Remember what he did. All the prosecutors are building a case. That's what they're doing. What do we do? What do we do? We say... Even though they're setting up camp against me, I'm not going to be scared. Vigamit says, When I sit in darkness, Hashem or God is my light. When we stand, when a Jew stands in the days of Din of Judgment, and is standing across from him against him standing against you is the machnez, the camp of the great enemy of Esav and his 400 gangsters which is a machama an eternal machama against every Jew that Esav, that the that the Tzad of Ra is trying to bury us alive and they're standing against us. And they want to kill us. They want to fight us. The advice is, God, you are my stronghold. Mimi El-Chad and I have nothing to worry about. Because even in Inyanim of Ruchni, is spiritually related Inyanim. It helps. Very nice. I want to have Bitachim, but how do I get there? to you God my soul soars my God I had faith in you in order to really have true true I have to realize that I have to release myself I have to let my soul soar to you what's pulling me down What's blocking me from soaring to Hashem? And I have to release those bonds. I have to realize that the things that are stopping me, the things that are blocking me from Hashem, I've got to knock them out one at a time. And I've got to make sure that my soul can soar to God. That I should realize that I am nothing. Everything that I try to do for myself, I realize I can't win this enemy without you, God. I can't be successful without you, God. through that, what does it mean that I will comprehend Complete bitachin. What does that mean to comprehend complete bitachin? Is when I reach the point gamri al that I completely rely on God. Because I can't rely on my tshuva. It's not going to be good enough. I can't rely on my trying to be good. It may not be good enough. I rely on Hashem. And that is always good enough. And I throw my peckle on God's shoulders. It says that when it comes to anything else, if you go ahead, you're supposed to earn a living, you're in a situation, whatever it is, you throw your pekel on God and God will save you, He will carry you. In Ruch also, this is so messed up, God, I'm throwing it on you. I come to the realization that there is nothing else that will help me. Only God. And then I come to reach the point, my God, my God, He's my God. In you, I have security. Don't embarrass me. Don't make me feel like, whoa, I, I should have, uh, I don't know, bought a lottery ticket instead. I know that you're the all-powerful. You want me to be good. I want to be good. I made mistakes. Help me out to defend me against my own mistakes. And although security in God is the the tremendous Eitzah above all else that stands for a Jew in every situation, it's really hard to attain this level. If you're going to walk into a Hashanah and you still have faith in your Ferragamo belt and in your $400 suit and in all of your friends and your buddies and you think that somehow they are going to save you from this din God's going to stand on the side If you come in and you realize, God, I got nothing I got no way out, only you Only you that's the only way to tap into this tremendous, tremendous kayak, This huge weapon. This weapon of mass construction. Then you don't have to be scared at all. Let them line up. They want to eat me up alive. All these Averis and Tachanad in and all these Averis are getting ready for this huge show, they think I'm gonna I'm gonna show up by myself, some weak guy without any connections, and they're just gonna go ahead and they're gonna death sentence me? Not gonna happen. Since you're relying on God and you mavatl yourself, you say, I can't do this, only God, and you connect to Hashem. Ein, Sholtim olav, Shum Nothing is more powerful than that. Nobody can touch you. Imagine that you are on trial and they have all kinds of evidence against you. All kinds of evidence against you. But the president can give you a presidential pardon. A president has the kayak to say, very nice, you have a great case against him, but I'm signing a presidential pardon. Above everything else, completely out of the justice system, and you go free. So, you're on trial and they play the videotape and you see the, your prints are on the weapon and they see you going in, you see you going out and everybody's there and, everybody, ooh, ah, and this guy testifies and this guy testifies and this guy testifies and this guy testifies and then by the closing arguments, you're sitting there, you're scared, the jury is listening right behind you is the President of the United States. You don't even know he's there. He's just standing behind you and he stands like this with his arms crossed and he's just looking around. He lets everybody know. This guy, he's my son. He's my son. You're sheltered by his presence. You're going to go free. Because you have connections that are above the justice system. <laughs> the Kedushis Levi says that Yom Kippur cannot be mechaper for you unless you are yourself. Legamri completely, la Shemisbarah to God, ca'ain Now, when I first looked at this, this seemed to me like a really holy Madrega. Like, really high. Mevato <coughs> myself. Uh, what does that mean in English? Mevato <coughs> myself. Cancel. I'm a, I'm a nothing, I'm a nobody. Very high Madrega. You know what, for us, very attainable because we know that we're nothing. We know going in that we are against God a very powerful enemy that is out to kill us, Amrav, a mighty nation, Mimcha, that came from us, that we created. We know what we did this year. And we know, so it's very easy for us to attain this level. Bittle, that I think that I can't handle this on my own, I'm there. I'm there. I know I can't handle this on my own. Who could save you? Who could save you from this din? There's only one thing that can save you. You have nothing to fear when Hashem is on your side. The only thing that could save you is Hashem being next to you. So you can go ahead and try your best in everything. At the end of the day, you say, God, I can't do this. That is bittal. Legamri. I don't expect to win this because of my own merits. I only can, hopefully, win in this din because, God, stand next to me. Be on my side. And Hashem is happy to do that. This is the fundamental principle. This is the foundation of the power... The nuclear weapon of bitachin, ka'amur. Sha'bitachin n'ayvei ha'amitachach. Bitachin springs forth, comes forth, from the fact that she'yuhudi batu la'ashem izbarach. V'toy la'atzmoy legami ya'lav izbarach. He depends only on God. U'memela b'teilim mimenu kol ha'katrugim. They open up the exit door, and all of a sudden, all these guys start leaving you. Goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. They leave. All these terrible enemies of your soul that you created, all of your sins, they start filing out, Goodbye, let's get out of here, let's get out of here. Why? Because God is there, looking at them, and he's pointing at them, this nuclear weapon, and he's just ready to go... I don't know if that's the sound of a nuclear weapon. Whatever it is, they're scared. Because of God's presence. God says, this is my boy. We're going to have a great year this year. And that is the bitel that brings the Bitachin that will be Mavatal all of the Katrugin This is a get out of jail card. Because no matter what you did, He says, It doesn't matter what you did this year. Nothing is stronger than God. Nothing you did this year could be stronger than God. And if God is on your side... Right? And you say, but why should God be on my side after all I did? He's saying, that's, that's babyish. That's babyish. I look at my three-year-old and I told my three-year-old, right, don't take cookies from the cookie jar. And I go upstairs and he took cookies from the cookie jar and he broke the cookie jar and now he needs stitches. I'm not going to take him for stitches? Because of a cookie jar? God says, keep your hands out of the cookie jar. And you didn't listen to him. You hurt yourself. And now you're bleeding. And now, right? Now you're bleeding. Now you need surgery. God is going to turn his back on you? Say, oh, that'll teach you a lesson. Huh? <laughs> that'll teach you a lesson. Next time, you're not going What? It's a babyish thing to do. The Achakach. Now listen to this. We're going to close with these two thoughts that he gives, which is amazing. Achakach, Namar. it says, Hashem avakish. One thing... David HaMelech says, One thing I have to ask you, God. This is what I want. Shifty beve Hashem. Call you my Let me sit in the house of Hashem all the days of my life. Nobody look. Close your eyes. Stop. Don't look right there. It's really? Don't you look weiter. Right What's the question here? I love it when he asks such a bomb question that is like pre-1A question. What is your question? What did David said? Uh, God, I got one thing that I want from you, God. That's what David HaMelech said. Did you ever open up a Tehillim? Every line he's asking God for something. Help me, save me, feed me. They want to kill me. I need you to save me. Protect me. And, and now all of a sudden, after 5,000 requests, he says, uh, God, I have one thing that I want from you. Like, what? 5,000 requests. Now you can look inside. Isa b'Mepharshim. shver. It's a wonder. I got one, one thing that I need from you God Now let's think about ourselves Let's think about ourselves How many things Do we ask from Hashem How many things do we need Human beings we are very needy We want to be happy We want to make money We want to have things We want to have a good life and throughout the year, we need constantly protect me, save me, oh man, I got in trouble, don't let me get caught. It says that even the bank robbers, even the Rishon, they dive into Hashem, please don't let me get caught. You went ahead and you did something, you broke a rule something, God, please save me, I don't want to get caught. We're constantly asking God so much to save me and help me and protect me and get me a good job and get me a raise and get me good friends and put me in a good situation. Constantly. Right? But yet... It's acha shal ti meis It's really only one thing. Why? Let's see his answer. Ella hakavana. The intention is shekal bakashoyes of haye b'matar acha. That all those other things that David Melach Hashem was really only one goal. She loitiyana loitiyir dasumanius that I shouldn't have baggage, problems, worries. K'dei shiuchal sheves beveis Hashem klaim ichayav. Because that way, if I'm not bogged down by all my problems, and if I'm not and, and if I am successful in life, then I can do what? That's not the end. I could sit and I could spend time with you, Hashem. I could do Torah. I could do mitzvahs. I can keep Shabbos. I could be a good Jew. And that is a recap. That is a, what's tamsis? Overall. Overall review. Of all the bakoshes, really with God, there's only one thing I want. I want to be close to you, God. Therefore, make sure I get this contract, make sure I make money, save me, don't let me get messed up, please heal me. All those things are really not the goal. We get so wrapped up in everything that we ask, we forget why do we need all these things. Why do we want to be protected from all the bad? And why do we want all those good things? If it's not for a greater goal. The goal of every one of us is... I want to be close to you, God. What pulls me away from you? Taiva. God, help me, I shouldn't have Taiva. Help me overcome my desires. Problems. Lack of money. Not good friends. Not healthy. All those things. It's not that I want all those things. I just want to be close to you, God. Why are we not so 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 close to God? Because things are popping up in the way that knock us out, and we tell Hashem, "I want one thing." You know what I want next year, God? You know what I really want one next year, God? I want one thing. I don't want a hundred things, right? I don't want a hundred things. Good job, money. Da, 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 da. I don't need that. I want one thing. I want to have clarity in my mind so I can connect to you and be happy with you for the next year. In order for me to have that, I need a hundred thousand different things. But the goal is shift to bevei Sashem. So he says, beautiful. David HaMelech says, I only want one thing, that I should sit bevei Sashem, that throughout all my days I should be able to sit and connect to you. Just like we say, God, I just want to be close to you. And we asked, what do you mean? Only one thing you're asking? You ask every day you're asking something else. So he says, yeah, I was only asking you those things in order to have my oh, avakish." that is what I always was after when I asked you all those other things. So too with us. Right? So does that mean that we shouldn't ask for health and wealth and happiness? No, we should. Let's look at the next piece and then we'll wrap it up. The Zayar says, We bark like dogs. On a and Kippur, Jewish people are barking <coughs> like dogs. What do we say? Have, have. Gimme, 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 gimme. Have bunny, have mazani. Gimme all good stuff, right? Like a bunch of dogs. So, Pashupchat is hey, 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 ask for spirituality and ask for all the connection to God. He says, no, no, no. <laughs> It doesn't mean when the Zayar, that you shouldn't ask for a good job, and you shouldn't ask for a good wife, and you shouldn't ask for health. We definitely need to have great families and a wonderful, healthy and wealthy life. Without those things, I can't do anything. I can't do any Torah mitzvahs. But what the Zayar's point was, you could ask, but Don't ask like a dog. The dog wants the good piece of meat because that's all he wants. Just wants the good piece of meat. We want the money to buy a good food and have a good meal and have good families and all the good stuff that we want for a purpose. Because the purpose is shifty bevesh, Hashem, Koy, I want to have a good deal with you, God. I want to be able to learn. I want to have clear head. I want to be able to make good decisions. Wise decisions. I want to be able to feel you. I want to be able to connect with you that we have to know that the goal of everything that we're going to ask in the Yom Ram in these awesome days that are coming, is one goal. It's really one thing. Let me live and dwell in your presence. So what we learned tonight was an amazing, amazing thing. The first thing we learned was, we're going out to a very big war. A whole year we were, we were, we were just putting stuff on that credit card. All of a sudden now there's a bill to pay. A whole year we forget Hashem, we forget a lot of times we get clouded and we go through difficult times and we make really bad decisions and all of a sudden now there's a bill to pay, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we're pale, we can't afford to pay that bill. We have to do tshuva and we have to repent, we have to say I'm sorry and we have to say I'm sorry and I'm sorry and I'm sorry. But at the end of the day we know that that's not enough. Where are we going to get our court-appointed attorney? How are we going to go ahead and, and get ourselves out of this? And it's actually that just like an inyan and in Gashmius, you could ask Hashem and you could say, I'm relying on you to help me, that I should get this contract, I should make this money, I should get this, whatever it is. So too in Ruchnius, even though I created all these, all these, all these enemies. I'm Rav, it's very powerful, but right. Mimcha, it was created from you. It's part of you that you did this in this avera that created the enemy. Still, I can go to Hashem and say I'm relying on you. I can't do this, Hashem. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm done. I'm done. You want me around for next year? I also want to be around for next year. So I need your help. I need you to bail me out. Bail me out of jail. I owe you one. I'm going to owe you. Okay. That's the first thing. But why do I need to be bailed out? And why do my SMSM Hashem for such a wonderful year of health and wealth and happiness and inner happiness and all good things? Not because that's my goal. That's because that's what I need in order to bond with you. That's what I need in order to have you and have a connection with you. So that way when I want to go learn in Besmedrish or I want to go Davin or I want to keep Shabbos I should be able to feel connected to you. I should be able to enjoy you Gai. I shouldn't be bogged down with depression and problems and all kinds of things and it's horror that are creeping up on me and that pull me away from you. And that's what he says, that we shouldn't bark like the dogs, gimme, gimme. doesn't mean we shouldn't bark like dogs, gimme, gimme, we shouldn't say gimme, gimme. We should say gimme, gimme, because we need, but not like the dog. The dog's only interested in that meal. We shouldn't be interested in the taiva, we should be interested in what we're going to do with a wonderful year. And when we go into Rosh Hashanah and Kippur this year, we should go in with that get out of jail card. Remember this: Dveikus by connecting to Hashem mitaheres u'michaperes. It purifies you, and you get kapara. Because if you're going to run away from the siyam Din, it's going to happen without you being there. And if you're not going to go ahead and ask Hashem to help you, there's no way that you're going to win. But if you go ahead and you enlist Hashem to be on your side, you have a superpower. You have a nuclear weapon, and there is nothing that you could possibly have done that could stand in front of you and point fingers at you and try to shoot you down, because God has his protective shield around you. May we all use our brains, our seichel, to stand up Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and to say, Hashem, I avatal myself to you. I can't do this without you. I regret, sincerely regret, every time that I did anything that I shouldn't have done. And I want to be good. But I have a big bill to pay now. Hashem, I'm relying on you. You're going to take care of me. Why? Because I'm your sheifullah. I'm your sheifullah. I know I cut myself on the jar of cookies that you told me not to take cookies. I know you said don't do those things and I did it anyway and now I'm bleeding. But I'm your shape, Don't you love me? I'm relying on you. Help me. And you're going to see that you're going to have nachas for me. And the Ezra Hashem, Hashem will have a lot of nachas from every single one of us in this next year.